listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. <laughs> this is going to be so good. And Fred Slow. I am the cream here. The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610 The Sports Animal, and TalkABQ.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. It's Thursday. You know what that means. It's a football Friday. What? It's Thursday. My name is Fred Slow. I will be hanging out with you for the next one hour and 45 minutes. Alongside me will be my second best friend in the room, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? First off, how dare you? feel like an abused wife right now. What is... What? Just belittle me right in front of my friends. Our friend who's sitting right here. Star of TV and radio. Father of the year. Three-time New Mexico broadcaster of the year. Accomplished pianist. Foo Fighter super fan. Marathon running. 80... In the 80s shooting. 86 shooting at Paradise Hillsing. Can wear a polo regardless of the weather. When you, got, when you got all those trophies, you could just wear an athletic shirt to work. Brandon Ortega joins us to open the program. My absolute best friend. Ouch. Brandon, how are you? My afternoon day. Oh, your mic's down. Let me get it. No. We should have checked that. Uh-oh. Are I we think. Not, are we, oh, I got yeah, this. we got it on. Thank two. you, Bob. Um, little Bob and Bob producing today. Take, take two. My take. afternoon debut. I've been on your guys' show a ton, but only in the morning. Yes. So thank you for having me on. You're with us, and you're now with the listener as the microphone works. Love having you here, big dog. I love being here. I listen to the show every day. Aw. Love you guys. Uh, I can only get you guys to hang out if it's on your show, though. Unfortunately, you're so busy right now. We that's, used, that's a good thing, though. We used to be 50-50 on calls, text, if it was business or personal. Now it's basically only uh, business. Yeah. Like the other day, Van, I'm like, hey, so... uh when are we going to hang out? He's like, mm, I'm open in like three weeks. What? <laughs> yeah. Late September, I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to hang out, Love though. Love it, though. Doing, you guys are doing awesome on the show. Oh, that's very kind. The texter, the NMDOT text line, 505-246-0610, they say otherwise. They say we're not doing awesome. This is the biggest waste of time for listeners and drive time. I'm just kidding. It's, it's actually it's just been overwhelmingly positive. So connect with your boys today on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. We have Brandon Ortega, and you were able to squeeze in 15 minutes before uh, for us before you head down to the stadium. Going live at 5 o'clock on KOB for the big Lobo football season opener. Danny Gonzalez's home debut, which, oh, is, wow. which is so weird to think. Wow. He's been the co- coach for two years now, and and uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I- I'm anxious to see what the tailgate will be like. Didn't really check it out all that much. Uh, moved the last three years I was here, to be honest. And Well, last year we didn't have it, but mm-hmm. um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, 5 o'clock going live, and we'll have a, another report at 6 and break it down to 10. It's going to be a lot of fun on KLB. Last year it didn't exist. Oh, the home. Two uh, years yeah. ago it wasn't worth going to, and three years ago you just moved here. Right, yeah, I was just getting my feet under me. I right. saw on the interwebs it started pretty early. It was getting pretty rowdy Good. pretty early. It, I, when I went to pick up our media passes this afternoon at like 10.30, there were people Good. setting up tents and pavilions. They were unpacking their trucks. It was already a thing Good. at that time. 
Also, right. hey, Albuquerque. Congre- yes. Everyone listening to us right now in the tailgate, when you're done tailgating, go inside the game. Ooh, you right. should go inside the game and cheer for the boys. How novel. Yeah, I'll, huh. be, I'll, be, behind, I'll be behind probably the north end end zone shooting with my camera tonight, getting some highlights. I'm looking forward to it. There's, there's a lot of great players on this year's team back from last year and some new faces. It, yeah, this, this is going to be a fun one tonight. We have been thinking about but we have not launched, and maybe I'll tease it right now. We've been thinking about doing a hashtag Where's Brandon on social media when people see you out, and they could send it to at TalkABQ. So then whenever people you're at the game, people take photos of you and hashtag oh, I hope not. Where's Brandon? I hope not. And then we can create a like a real time <laughs> collect, your polo collection. Now I got to put pants on if, yeah. you're, gonna, if you're saying that. Yes, I love Come that. on, I didn't pack the pants for tonight. You, I got, well, they it's only going to be warm. I'm going to go shorts tonight. I'm wearing. A they only shoot you like waist up, right? I, I would. You don't that. show your calves on air. I mean, I'm not ashamed of my calves. I mean, it's not that's not the problem. It's just I'm just <laughs> po- like when you're on TV, pants is the norm. You know. So when you're doing camera work, is it a lot of calf lifts while you're there? Just. <laughs> Just really putting the work in? A little bit. Love that. You're excited for the game because you haven't seen a college football game in person. Live. No. Ever, really. What? Yeah. <laughs> 2019. November 30th, 2019. That was the last time Albuquerque could see a college football game live in Albuquerque. So. And you were there? No. This is your- <laughs> I was at the state championships for high school football that day. So I was not there, unfortunately. Is this being your third year, fourth year here in town, right? Third. Third year here in yeah. town. Yeah. Oh, three-time New Mexico broadcast. Yes. It would have been four if he's been here. Four. Yeah, I, the things I say without <laughs> thinking. Do you feel like you know the team now, being able to like have seen all these freshmen come in and be able to see them yeah, grow? And for sure. What is that like? For sure, yeah. It's it's a lot more fun, I'll tell you that. Like When you're the new guy, you know, you feel like the new kid at school with – with players, with the coaching staff, and with the administration, and the athletic department, and just in town in general. So, yeah, I definitely feel more at home three years in. And, and uh, I mean, look, you got guys, uh, right, that were like freshmen or sophomores that are now seniors this year. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch them develop. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really excited to see what this roster is going to do tonight. We've, we've had a lot of talks off air about the culture changes yeah. with Lobo football. Where do you see Coach Gonzalez leading this program? Accountability, for one. Like last year, Tavaka Tuioti, who is now a a student assistant due to lots of concussions, he wasn't cleared to come back this year, Um, but he was the presumed starting quarterback coming in last year, was five minutes late to a 6 a.m. workout, and he was demoted because of it. And doing stuff like that, sets the tone for what you expect from your players, even it's your starting quarterback. So little things like that are important to Danny Gonzalez. And it's rubbed off on the whole team just in the year he's been here. And I think you saw that as they went they went 0-5 to start off and then won the last two. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that was on accident. I, I think that was that was something because it was taking them time to just get, to, get used to his style of things. Now, granted, that was on the road the whole season, which was – the only they were the only team in the nation doing that. So right. he had some tough circumstances and to to coach. I'm a big fan of like the tall tales that is Coach Gonzalez. I love all these things, all these things that no one can see and they're off the field because they have a big impact. I want to know is Coach Gonzalez a fan of putting up a gazillion yards of offense? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's a big thing I have been talking about through the last three or four weeks of 
covering their fall camp and the last bit of summer workouts. How much better is the offense going to be? Yes. Because you know the defense is at least going to pick up from where they were la- at the end of last year or be better because you got Rocky Long calling the shots on D, and Coach Gonzalez has got his hands all over it too. When you Offense-wise, say- Derek Wareheim, I want to see – what this offense is going to do under him under year two. This is the first time in four years they've had an offensive coordinator come back for a second season. When you say better, and I'm going to put quotations around it, you don't mean like athletically better though, right? You mean like concepts and understanding. and I mean, like I mean execution for yeah. one. Okay. I mean, the quarterback situation, really since I've been here and even beyond that, one that can't stay healthy has been a big thing. They've had a lot of issues with that from Tavaka Tuioti, Brant Hughes going down with a season-ending injury and two years ago in the season opener. Uh, to Sharon Jones, Trey Hall got hurt last year, Connor Janal got hurt last year, and we had our fifth-string quarterback in, and Isaiah Chavez, who did an outstanding job, by the way, as a walk-on quarterback. You need to see some stability from that position to start off with. And with Terry Wilson coming in as a Kentucky transfer, as a three-year starter, a quarterback that's won bowl games, that's won games in the SEC, all eyes are on him tonight. How good is he going to be tonight? And I think he's going to be really good. Expound on that a little bit. What what kind of product is Terry Wilson bringing to the field? Is he going to throw the ball? Is he going to run the ball? Is he a hybrid? What should Lobo fan expect from Terry Wilson? Yeah, hybrid, 100%. I mean, he was the first quarterback in Kentucky history to throw for 3,000 yards and rush for 1,000 yards. Oh, that's a, a good one. Yeah. So he's dynamic. Um, I want to see how good he can throw it because I know he can run well. I want to see how good in game one – versus a Houston Baptist team, how good can he throw it? Not just deep, deep down the field, which I think they're going to do tonight. I think they got some great young receivers that can win jump balls. But I want to see him throw the, the slants. I want to see him throw those, those ten and outs. I want to see the chemistry. And I mean, he's only been here since June. So chemistry, is it takes a long time to build. So, But he's he's been at it with the receivers and trying to build it and yeah, I think uh, I think you're going to see a good a good season debut from Terry Wilson. The over under is like 66 points today. Can the Lobos have 40 of them? Lobos can go 50 easily. No, I think so. Why are you yeah. saying that? Because of Terry Wilson. That's I really do. And then I think the running bat, the running game can get going. Bobby Cole, Aaron Dumas to start off with. Bobby Cole is my favorite football player ever. Aaron Dumas is going to be a star. Yeah. As a freshman, a true freshman who enrolled early in the spring, he's going to be a star. Bobby Cole is going to set the tone. He's the thunder. Aaron is thunder number two and lightning. He's got some great wheels on him. Yeah, I think it's going to be an all-around offensive performance tonight. I I could see that for sure. Offense is is the entertainment. That's what everyone wants to see. Touchdowns, long runs, long catches. That's the excitement. But defense wins football games. Right. Rocky Long could have a lot of gigs as a head coach in Division One, but he chose to come home. He chose to work with Danny Gonzalez. Do you think he got his defense set up by now in, in well, year two? I mean, him and Danny Gonzalez have talked a lot about it takes years to learn this their system. It takes upwards of three years to learn their system. There's so many packages and, and phases to learning their style of defense. So no is the, is the answer currently. But they're so far along from where they were last year. Granted, learning on the fly uh, in in Vegas. Uh, I mean, look, there there was good and bad to that situation because it made you focus all on football, whether you wanted to or not. There was no like you can go 
grab a bite, you can go hang with your girl, you can go do whatever you want. Like you had to chill in your hotel room or chill in a, a meeting with your team. That's it. So they learned a lot more last year than I think they would have under any other cir- circumstances, defense especially. Uh, but uh, yeah, the secondary had a lot of struggles last year. That's if anyone's paying attention to the defense tonight. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of eyes on the secondary. They bring back someone in Jarek Reed, who was a first team All Conference safety last year. But everyone else was young and learning. And yeah, there's a lot of eyes on the defense. Joey Noble was also a great contributor last year on the defensive line. So there's there's question marks on the defense for sure. Even under Rocky Long, you got a young team. Even your veterans coming back, you're only in year two of this defense, and they were learning just like they were freshmen last year. So there's there's question marks, but I, I could see them flying around. They're going to make plays. They were making plays last year in year one. They're going to continue that. You and I have never seen the Lobos win three games in a row. Yep. That's a crazy thought because I, I think it's 2016 since the last time they did. Yeah. If the Lobos are going to stretch their win streak to three, how do they have to start the game? Like is because in my opinion, starting the game is like the most important part of of any athletic yeah. event. Offense can't go three and out. Cannot right like right away. You got to get drives going. You got to get the flow of the offense started. So Derek Wareheim's, you know, he's got a game plan ready to go. Deep balls, get the running game starting it off. Yeah, you got to You can't have short drives. Whether even if it's field goal to start it off. You got to score right away, and the defense has to get turnovers in game one. That's Those are realistic expectations you have to obtain. Van, I know we have talked about this a ton, and, and my idea is like if we could put 20,000 people in there, if we can, and by we I mean Lobo Nation. Is oh, that, I thought you meant us two personally. I mean, we make some calls. You yeah. could do it. Brandon – what does that do for a team that's never seen that many home fans? Yeah, it's just the start. Like, you need something to start off with. You need to see fans in the stands. There was less than 1,000 the last time they played a home game in 2019. Crazy. There was, yes, way under 1,000. You're going to see a big crowd tonight. I think it's going to be at least 20,000. I really do. Even on a Thursday, like 20,000 on Thursday would be good. So, yeah, you need to see a good crowd and get the home atmosphere rolling. All right, lukewarm Lobo fan on the fence about going tonight. Uh, American Idol's on or whatever. Oh, there's clouds rolling in, whatever. Speak to them Speak to them right now and say, why do you want to come see this game? Oh, just give Danny Gonzalez a shot. You have a new head coach who was dying to take this job. Just for Danny Gonzalez and his staff, give them a shot to show you what, what they're trying to do with the Lobo football team. If, if, it's, if I have to give a short answer because I know you got a break coming up, Give Coach G your time. Brandon Ortega, Star TV and Radio KB's very own. He's on TV all night tonight. Watch him covering the game. Brandon, thank you so very much. Love you guys. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. How fortunate we and the friends of the show are to so regularly be exposed to Star TV and Radio KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. From the texter. Amazing interview with Brandon. Oh, that's nice. Aw. Yeah, that's nice. I like it. All right, Van, let's give a prediction. We've been on the same hype train that every Lobo fan has been on for the last couple weeks. We've broken down the game. We've talked about the culture. We've talked about getting back out. Let's give a full-on prediction, okay? The over-under 
is 66. What are you taking? Well, I'll give you both at the same time. You want the favorite? I think the Lobos will have a comfortable win. Okay. But I don't think it's going to be as high scoring, and I don't think the Lobos are going to cover the spread. They're going to win by 14, 17, 20, but I don't think they're going to blow them out by 25, 26, 27 like the spread might suggest they're going to. The spread right now, as I breathe this line, is 24.5 in favor of the Lobos. Lobos win by 17. They don't crack the spread. I mean, that's four scores. Seven years ago. Really, it's five scores. <laughs> uh, I agree, Van. Uh, I'm going to take the over of 66, though. Okay. Yeah, this one to me, like Brandon Ortega, like you're going to get whiplash from moving that camera back and forth. It's going to be a tennis mat. Like you're going to watch it like you watch tennis. Like left or right, left or right. Houston Baptist gets a lot of plays. Yeah. They run their two-minute drill all game. So they're going to be going up and down the field. But I think that it's the first game in a long time. It's going to be the first game. Both of these guys play in front Mm -hmm. of fans. There's going to be some rust. There's going to be a learning curve. And I think that to ensure the safety of his players, to ensure the safety of his game plan, they're going to come out a little slow, and that's going to be on purpose. They're going to eat a little clock. They're going to get their sea legs and then warm it up. So I think Lobos control the game. Lobos win comfortably, but it's not going to be a huge blowout. So I don't think it's that because I think this Houston Baptist team, like you said, running 90 plays a game or whatever it is for like over 450 yards a game. The Lobo defense will do their best not to break. Sure. But I'm telling you, there will be bends. They have to bend. They have to. And this Lobo offense is going to have to keep up. Like if if Houston Baptist is going to like put up what did I say earlier a gazillion yards, yeah. the Lobos will have to as well. Sure. So that's why I think it won't be going away and it won't be handled, quote unquote. Well, I can't wait to see how our predictions worked out on Saturday morning at eight o'clock. Our eight a.m. show this Saturday is going to be very good. Sure. Yeah. Lots to talk about. We're going to have reaction to this. We're going to have a big college football weekend preview. We're going to talk fantasy football draft. It's going to be a football heavy program. This upcoming Saturday, we're currently also efforting uh, Peter Trevisani from the New Mexico United to come in and have a conversation about stadium. You want to get all the info on what's happening with the city of Albuquerque, New Mexico United, and this potential stadium? Sit in with us Saturday morning from 8 to 11 right here on the Sports Animal, and we'll give you all the info you need. Programming note, we are not here on Friday. JJ is in on Friday afternoon, so that's tomorrow. What a treat. And then, obviously, isotopes. Isotopes are at 6 tonight. They're at 6 tomorrow. We'll do the crosstalk at 5.30, and then Josh Shushan will take over at 5.45. All right, man. I got... I got a final score of like 40, 45.30. I'm right around there. I'm looking at a lot of points. I got about 37-20. 37-20. Friend of the show, Tommy. Tommy, welcome. How are you? Good, guys. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing well. Feeling really good. 
great. Time of the Truth, Michael Thomas Angel, acting name on Facebook. I'm not even a fan of the Lobos, even though I'm, I'm, I'm starting to watch them a little bit more. I'm a big Same. Miami youth fan, Miami Hurricanes. We've suck. We've suck since Ray Lewis and Michael Michael Irvin. And I'm a big Texas fan. We suck. We haven't been good since Vince Young. I'd say the Ken Dorsey um, days weren't so bad for you, but yes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not the big powerhouses that we used to be. We're just not. But I will say this about the Lobos with this guy coming from Kentucky, the talent that he possesses. And I said it this morning. I think the Lobos are going to win six games, and they're going to go to a bowl. And the, a team like this, they've got to beat teams like this if they want to be respectful. I, I don't think this game – I think it's going to be 45 to 20 the Lobos are going to win. I, I, you've got to beat teams like this, and you've got to beat them by double digits if you want a, any type of respectability. And this is a good way for them to start – Beat somebody up a little bit, get some confidence, and move forward with the season. So I'm predicting six wins and a bowl game. If you're Terry, know. if you're Terry Wilson, you put the pedal to the metal and you don't let it up. Like if you want to play at the next level, if you want to, because he's not a pass run quarterback. He's a run pass quarterback. Like you have to be so very exceptional at this level to get the look at the next level. And this is a team that he literally has to dissect. Has to. Right, and just by like me, let's say. If, we play the Alabama team, or the Lobos play the Alabama type team. They're not going to let up. No, they're just not. So you don't let up on teams like this. You put, you pound. If you can get sixty points, you go get sixty points. Yeah, absolutely. Hard yes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, man. But that's my prediction: six wins and a bowl and a bowl um, invite. Tommy, if the Lobos win six and go to a bowl game. Well, we will definitely see you there because that's that's going to be can't miss. September 2nd, 2021, 4.25 p.m. Why would it tell Trujillo and all those guys? we got to get together and have a drink, but it just hasn't happened yet. So, Well, I mean, the times. The times have been yeah, difficult yeah. for getting a drink. The times have been – they've been a-changing. Yeah. The new I normal. Think the time is now. We better do it now before they close up again, <laughs> close up everything again. <laughs> Everyone keeps acting the part and doing the right thing. Tommy, thank you so very much. Later, man. Yep. Good call. Thanks for the call, Tommy. Tommy's a big fan of the weekend program, too, so we appreciate that. 45-30 is what I got. What'd you have, Van? 37-20. I hope you're more right than I am. I just think there's going to be a lot of points from this Houston Baptist team. First game of the year. You can't flex all your muscles yet. I think you should, though. You can't show off your playbook yet. You control the ball, control the clock dominate a lesser team but you know you may be right about terry wilson he's got to come out hot right he's got to show why he recruited him why he had all the accolades coming out of high school why he's such a good get he wants to show off in his first game right you would think right you would think knowing like coming into the program he knew that the lobos gave up 32.6 a game he knew the lobos gave up 44 or 441 yards a game. He didn't come in thinking, I'm going to control the ball here. And we talk about it all the time because you and I talk baseball at nauseum on the weekend. You get to the major leagues with a certain style of hitting, with a certain approach, with a certain routine. And just because the defense shifts doesn't mean you change that. This is what got you to the major leagues. That's this conversation here. You knew what you were coming into. You can't just downshift to hold the ball. To try to piggyback on my prediction here, I think that would be a very Coach G move too, is start off slow, eat the clock, 
let Terry Wilson know that, hey, I'm the coach. This is our game plan. You're not just going to run around and sling it all game. We're going to have a game plan. And just make them keep handing it off to Bobby Cole and Aaron Dumas over and over and over again. Let your best players be their best players, though. Absolutely. Okay. But you warm them up. Hey, that's what the spring was for, dog. <laughs> you think so? That's what all summer was for. Yeah. We hey, that's what four hey, years at Kentucky was for. You go out there. Go throw for 500 yards. I'll be the happiest guy you ever met. You want to show off your new toy, right? And I'm just like, I'm like Caller Tommy. I have not been Lobo fan before. I knew the New Mexico Lobos existed because they grew up in Illinois right outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And Brian Erlocker played there. That's the only thing I knew about the Lobos. I moved here. I think I'll get into sports talk radio. Had to learn about the Lobos. But not from Bulls legend Luke Longley? Not Luke Longley? Young me didn't realize that <laughs> professional players went to college. <laughs> <laughs> they were just born professionals. I thought you were in high school and just one day you were like, I think I'll go pro. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Huh. To be fair. To be fair. Oh. All the biggest guys did. It was like Kevin Garnett did that. KG. Yeah. yeah. Kobe did it. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't go to business school. You know who else didn't go to business school? Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady. It's one of my favorite office quotes. Never even heard of that. That's okay. The keys to the victory contain the passing. Contribute on special teams. Score a lot of points. That last one's obvious. I, I think the Lobos are bigger. They're going to control the line of scrimmage. They got the speed and linebacker position. They'll be fine. Mm -hmm. You're not going to run it down their throat. I think for the Lobos defense, it depends on can the secondary go all game without getting burnt? Because the only way Houston Baptist wins is they break out a few big plays. We'll tell you who got, we'll tell you what hotel got burnt by Bishop Sycamore when we get back from the break. You listen to ABQ Central ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Did you ever go to the Sports Authority when it was like a thing? Is it still a thing? It's an excellent question. I think I'm not it's sure. I think it's. I think, like T.I. said, it's dead and gone, dead and gone. With the way, like, Circuit City, right? Bob, is that right? Sports Authority gone? I don't think it exists anymore. I am not sure. Cir I'll tell you what. I'll consult the Googs. Circuit City is for sure gone. R.I.P. Radio Shack. Radio Shack is gone. Sears is gone. I think Sports Authority is gone. That was like a staple in my childhood. I don't even know when it would have disappeared. Couple, it had to be within the last couple of years. It's still alive. No, it's not. Where's it at? Uh, oh, I Dick, don't. Dick spot them, bought them out. So all the sports authorities are dicks now. Wait, are are you bringing this up because Arby's bought Buffalo Wild Wings today? Is that why you're bringing this up? Is that why you're, you're trying to do me dirty right now? I see what you're doing. Because you know I love Buffalo Wild Wings, but I hate Arby's, and you're trying to mess with me. Arby's bought Buffalo Wild Wings today? Today. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Did you see this? This is game-changer stuff. Like, it's all over now. Arby's closes 2.9 million deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. That's it? Hey. There's... 
you would think the profit margin on chicken wings would be huge. All they got is $2.9 million? So they started this deal in 2018. And now it's done. Why would it take so long to buy a Buffalo Wild Wings? You got to take all the stuff off the walls. Takes a lot of time. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So everything came to fruition or completion or I don't know what word to use. Also, I didn't know this. Apparently, Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, hey, okay. Billion with a B. You said million. Oh, I apologize. Billion. That makes way more sense now. Okay. Hey, Bob, if he says something stupid, chime in, please. I mean, make note. Of, like, first of all, Bob, you'd you'd run out of breath. Ding. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> you don't have Ding. to just push buttons. Oh, you. you can pop, you could chime in and talk smack if you want. Oh, uh, I, I will eventually. Okay. Eventually. Also, apparently, Dunkin' Donuts was bought by Arby's. And all right, so Arby's also owns Sonic. I'm learning a lot right now. I wasn't aware of all of this. Is Arby when did Arby's become this giant powerhouse? When did they I, when, I know I know when. When? When they quit using meat to make their sandwiches. <laughs> Are like did you see have demolition? You ever, have you ever been to Spirit Halloween? Yeah, obviously. You know like those fake scars that you can like put to your face? Like yes. I mean refrigerate that. That's Arby's. And, and then microwave it and that's Arby's. So, yeah, so this deal's been going on for a long time. It looks like they also own Baskin-Robbins and Rusty Taco. Arby's is not messing around. Arby's is going to win the franchise wars. Apparently, Arby's is hungry. What is Mr. Donut? I've never even heard of that. They own Jimmy John's as well. Okay, there's a lot to unpack in this that I wasn't ready for. I don't know about you, but you're getting me hungry now. Not, for Arby's? That, come on, Bob. That's gross. That's some gross things. Well, that's because I haven't had lunch yet. Oh. I've never been hungry enough to eat Arby's. You haven't had anything to eat since breakfast, Bob? No. I mean, we had a candy bar in here for Brandon Ortega, and he ignored well, it like a spoiled yeah, child. Do you, do you want a, a Hershey's dark chocolate mini? No, that's okay. It's fun size. It, it's good. I'm good. Like Brandon Ortega. <laughs> I've got my lunch down in the car. It might be dinner. Okay. We have refrigerators here at the station, Bob. You don't have to. Well, I had planned. I I, have, I was working a, across the hall at KKLB uh, from 1 to 3. This, and I was planning on the 3 to 4 slot going down Smart, and getting yeah. my lunch and getting out of here. and But that didn't happen. So I'm here. You'll have time tonight, though, either during the Isotopes game or the Lobo game, depending on what listener is doing. That's true. A lot of live sports tonight on the Cumulus family. So, I'm going to have to do some homework on this Arby's takeover. This kind of bothers me. Yeah, same. I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. Not the like. I'm the kind of uncomfortable you are when you, after you eat at Arby's. The last time I've been this scared by a news story is when Africanized killer bees were taking over the country. I feel the same way about Arby's taking over the country right now. I'm very concerned. There's always a next thing. We've had this talk. Killer bees were terrifying. But then they showed me murder hornets. They said, okay, killer bees are on the JV of world plagues because murder hornets are number one. Okay, if 
if Arby's is killer bees, then Allsup's is murder hornets, right? The killer bees are Bagwell, Biggio, Bell. Derek Bell, Jeff Blum. I'm going to say Jeff Blum. And then later, Lance Berkman. Lance Berkman was definitely in there. So those are the killer bees you're talking about. Correct. Okay. I was going to talk Bishop Sycamore, so we'll do it after the break. As I got off the rails a little bit, as I'm known to do, from the texter. And the last killer bee pitcher, Boy Boswalt. Nice. From the texter, somebody get Bobcat a pizza delivery. Good idea, texter. Yeah, that's <laughs> on you. you. I don't hate that at all. Hills and ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I want to make sure I got this right. Because it's important for the listener. Are you ready, Van? Hit me. <clears throat> 504 Street Northwest. That's where you can send Bob a pizza. Okay. Okay, so there you right. go, Bob. I got you. Fifth floor. Fifth floor. Put Bob or Bobcat or what, what, however you know, whatever you know, whatever you think we here in the building will be able to respond to correctly. So you send to 504 Street Northwest a pizza. And Bob, number one, he'll be appreciative. And then you text us so we know it's coming on the NMDOT text line, 505-246-0610. And then, Bob, you will, eat, you will eat tonight. So we're very excited about this. Do I have to share? No. No, absolutely no, not. This no, is no, your no, pizza. No, no, it's your pizza. How, how long are you here? Uh, until 7 o'clock. Until 7 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, that it'll, is... It'll be enough time for the pizza to get here. That's not just enough time. That's... I bet a lot of pizzas are being delivered <laughs> to the University of New Mexico football stadium parking lot right now. To the now. tailgate, yeah. Because the tailgate is probably very lit by, by right now. Bob, you can have, like, your own, like, remote tailgate here at the station with friend of the show supplied pizza. That would work for me. Do you have a pizza preference? Are you like snobbish with pizza, Bob? Um, not snobbish. I mean, pizza's the ultimate food. Yeah, I'm a slice parlor guy. I knew you were going to say that. You know, I don't really go for pineapple on it or anchovies. Combined, I wouldn't go for the. You just said my two favorite. (laughs) You put those together. Pineapple anchovy. Yeah. Now, to my understanding, pineapple is acidic and will and will eat away at your t- your taste buds. That's the point. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's why I don't have any taste buds. V- Van and I had pizza for lunch today at Brickyard Pizza. Brickyard. We Which love is it. Top shelf in Albuquerque. It's very good. And I do the little foldy boy move because I'm a pizza by the slice guy. Sure. I don't need a whole pizza. I just need a slice of pizza. I'm a, I do pinky and thumb underneath the pizza and then three middle fingers so I can kind of like flip it up like a soft fold, really. Give it a little roundedness on the bottom because I don't like folding it because I like the gooiness in the middle. I don't like the bread on both sides. That's the Jeff Dunham approach to eating pizza. Did I look like I was puppeteering yes, while that's I was giving what, you an example? exactly what it looked like. Okay. So, Bob, no update yet from the texture on if a pizza is coming your way. Okay, well, but it does take time. By it, the way, what is the largest, or how, how is this put? Um, how many, what is the best day to have a pizza delivered? Or uh, the, uh, 
No, I'm not phrasing it right. Okay, take your time. I already what, have my answer. What day are the most pizzas delivered? I got it. I'm going to say Super Bowl. The same day as the highest spike in domestic violence. No, what? Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, is that real? Yeah. Is uh, that the correct answer? The Super Bowl is correct. Okay. I used to deliver bing, 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 bing. I did deliver pizzas from, at one time. From the texter, be sure whoever orders the pizza puts a lot of spinach and vegetables on that pie. Did, did they guess right? Is Are you correct? a spinach and vegetable guy, Bob? No. I'm a spinach. I mean, I'll eat it. Same. <laughs> They're confusing me. The pizza's not for Van. No, it's Van. for Bob. Van is the hippie vegetarian. Yeah. Bob wants the meat lovers. Yeah. Correct. I'm, I am a carnivore. There yeah. you go. Bob. Or at least an omnivore. He plans to sprinkle peanut M&Ms over the top of it before he eats it. And I appreciate that, Bob. That's eclectic. Bob would like the meat lovers and then hold the crust, cheese, and sauce. Yeah, smart. Can you just have a cardboard box full of meat? Please, heated. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually want all of the cheese and the sauce and the bread. Don't be difficult, Bob. We're trying to get you <laughs> from the friends of the show. <clears throat> 504 Street, Northwest, Albuquerque, New Mexico, 87102. Fifth floor. Fifth floor. Bob. Bob. <laughs> just Bob. No nickname, uh, no last name. We know. Yeah. Well, actually... Fortunately, it's the afternoon show. Yeah. Because if it was the morning, there would be Bob Clark. Oh, and that would be confusing. That's an excellent point. No one's buying right. pizza. So now just put ABQ Central on there, care of Bob. Yeah. By yeah. way of Bob. Smart. Yeah. Bob by way of ABQ Central. I'm in on this. And currently, Bob, no Arby's, no pizza franchise is owned by Arby's. So everything is safe. Everything's on the table. We did zero sports in the last half hour, and I want to apologize to everyone under the sun. Well, we started off with Bishop Sycamore. Which will come we back. We did sports. <laughs> we mentioned the Super Bowl. You got a very good point. Bob is that employee you have that no matter what is right. Like when you're like, oh, he's going to find a way. That is me. I promise. Bishop Sycamore. Some NFL talk. Josh Shushan, we're going to bring the isotopes here tonight, starting at 545. Listen to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. From the text or the NMDOT text line, people would encourage you to try a calzone, Bob. So there's just a lot of food options out here for you. The, I've had calzone. The... The texture is most active when it's not sports talk, if we're being real honest. <laughs> I've noticed that trend. When we're not talking straight sports, we get the most love and the most hate. I agree. It's very polarizing. <laughs> it is very polarizing. We just did 12 minutes on pizza. It's either your favorite part of the show or the worst part of the show. The best and worst thing in all of sports is Bishop Sycamore. Give me all you got. Yeah. Please let this story keep going. I love it so much. It is not just going. It's it's going with no intent. It's speeding up, Van. So, IMG Academy hosted Bishop Sycamore, uh, what, last week, I guess? Over the weekend? 
Correct. And it's in this ESPN game, and it's uh, it's featured. And by the way, I hate high school sports on ESPN. Exploitation. A thousand percent. It's exploitation. I hated him since LeBron James. I've hated him for a long time. Until now. Until now. Because this is amazing. So, IMG Academy beats up on Bishop Sycamore 58-0. to zero. Right. And then it comes out that Bishop Sycamore isn't even a real school, isn't even a real football program. It, Columbus, Ohio doesn't even know they exist, and they owe a hotel in Canton $3,500. They wrote them a bogus check. I need to. I need this story to continue. Just when you thought it was done. Just when I thought I was out. <laughs> they pull me back in. So, like, like, News 3 investigates or whatever said that Fair, Fairfield Inn and Suites by Marriott in Canton South allegedly has let it slip that they got a bogus check, and when they officially reached out, they're dodging them. Sums up. They fired the head coach. They said the okay. head co- he's got that, multiple warrants, man. That's the only thing they didn't get right. This guy is a marketing genius. He hustled ESPN into showing his fake high school football team, right? who isn't even an accredited high school football team, who has junior college age players on the team, who played two days ago in another game that wasn't a sanctioned high school football game, and then they go on ESPN, the school that isn't really a school, doesn't have a building. It's an online school right. with an upstart football team. And a P.O. box. Got on ESPN. This guy should not be fired. He should be promoted. Or like Sprite or somebody should hire him for marketing. He's a genius. The warrants notwithstanding. Maybe, <laughs> no, they are. They're outstanding. Maybe he's a criminal or something. Maybe he's like a legit bad person. But as far as getting this team on ESPN, this is genius. Yeah, this is genius. Don't fire the guy. This is Jake Paul level marketing. Give him a raise. <sighs> Ball don't lie. 58. And then it comes out three days later that they stiffed the hotel that they were staying at. $3,500 worth of rooms. Oh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I love it so much. 0-6 record last season for Bishop Sigmund. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Thank you. The Quan's Auto Care Hotline is ringing, and we are answering. It's friend of the show, Vincent. Vincent, welcome. Uh, you know, I'm going to rip you guys eventually, but uh, this this whole thing about this uh, fake uh, football team or whatever it was, scamming ESPN. Crazy. I mean, it's, it's classic. I mean, I love it. Anything to make ESPN look foolish, which they do continually. I mean, I know you guys are a lot younger than I do, than I am, but uh, uh, ESPN is, 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 is nobody watches it anymore, really. I haven't I mean, in years. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I agree, uh, Vincent. Yeah. No, I agree. Go ahead. No, it's just like. Well, I watch their game. I mean, if they have a college football game or, you know, whatever, a sports game. But, I mean, you know, Stephen A and all this nonsense and all this garbage that floats around ESPN, I'm done with that. 
I mean, uh, that was, you know, ESPN. But this thing, the guy pulled off the scam of the century. I mean, not the century, but of the decade. I mean, <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I kind of applaud him. And like you said, you know, hire him. I don't know what he, you know, he'll scam somebody else. So that's what this country does now. We applaud people that uh, can screw people over. I don't know what the payday was either. I've looked extensively to try to figure out what the ESPN paid out to Bishop Sycamore, and I cannot find a hard number. Well, that check's going to bounce, too, just like the hotel check. Oh, my gosh. They, yeah. Stop payment's yeah. going to be on that check. Uh, was it the Homewood Suites or was it the Staybridge? Uh, uh, I mean, it, it, it makes a big difference. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't like you guys. Uh, I'm gonna, it's going to take a, a long time. Um, you know, because I really like Michael Carlisle. So, but I mean, I'll give you a chance somewhere down the road, but not right now. Thanks a lot, brother. Appreciate that, friend. You know, Vincent, we only ask for a chance, right? That's all we, we just want for. your your open ears yeah. and your open heart. Well, and I would say it's mutually exclusive. Like you can like one thing and also like another thing. Sure. Yeah. And I think I believe I saw on the social media that Mike Carlisle has started a MMA podcast with Micah Frankel. You don't say. Yeah, and I think that is going to be a real fun way to absorb him. And I believe they might be doing something with pro wrestling as well. Both of those gentlemen are wealths of knowledge on the fight world. They they are the the front runner of intelligence in the fight world. Like the I know I'm going to say very little, but I know probably more than I guess guy who knows nothing. But to be able to put Mike Frankel and Mike Carlisle together in a in a podcast that's centered around like mixed martial arts, that is a that's a brilliant idea to me. Not as brilliant as anything Bishop Sycamore's ever done. So, <laughs> Complex Magazine interviewed a former former student and athlete, and he got absolutely duped, just like ESPN did. So they told him he had a school. And they were doing a Netflix documentary on the school and the football program. That obviously was a lie. Yes. And they said they had a place for him at a dorm. And then when he showed up to school, there was no building. No. There was no dorm. They put him in a hotel until he was able to get his own place. He had to get a job and get his own place. He was in a hotel for five months. Which, if that's what you know you're coming into, okay. Now all the players are getting, like, doxxed. Like, there's a lot of, like, weird stuff going on. Which I hate that, by the way. But some of these guys were, like, majorly recruited, apparently. And here's the thing. They're not high school kids. <laughs> they, they go on, they ask him, what did y'all do for education? Quote, we didn't go to school. We never went to school. I can't lie. They tried once. They took us to a community library. Period. One day. Period. He went to one day of school. <laughs> There's a brilliance about it, but it's so gross and dumb. Also, like the head coach that loses his job at Bishop Sycamore, you're right. He doesn't need to. The guy who needs to lose his job is the guy at ESPN that needs to vet this stuff. 100%. That's the guy who's got to go. Because like during the game, while they're getting demolished, the announcers of the game were trashing them. Like, how did these guys get on the show, blah, blah, blah. And then the internet started looking up this Bishop Sycamore High School, and they were getting trashed on the internet during the game. 
like the Twitter was on fire with this isn't even a real school. This isn't even a real high school program. These guys do not graduate D1 players. They have no business being here. So they got put on blast before the game was even over. Okay, I just put some effort into it. There's not even a bishop named Sycamore. It's not even an actual, like, like historically-based bishop. Or maybe there's a sycamore tree named Bishop. You, you, you search for the wrong thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> no one's carved the name Bishop into a sycamore tree that's growing. That's got to be it. Growing alone on a field somewhere. Joining the program is friend of the show, Dan. Dan, welcome to the show. How are you? My brothers, how are you today? Feeling good. Excited for the tailgate we're about to be at in just 40 short minutes. Yeah, I'm on my way, man. I'm on my way. I just want to congratulate you guys for being in the afternoon. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you. You, you know, you guys are my favorite. So, man, I, I'm glad to hear you on the afternoon drive. And you know what, Vince? Go make another cocktail, bro, and we really don't want to hear from you anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a chess match now. It's become Uh-oh. a... <laughs> okay. See you guys at the game. Appreciate you, brother. Go Lobos. Good dude. we got to grab a break, and after our break, we'll come back. I see the phone lines are just packed, so we'll we'll hit those. Okay. You listen to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're back at it. Caller Ben, I think I lost you during the break, so if you're still interested, reach back out on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. All right, Van Allen. Holla. I got the story of all stories. Do you now? No, but it's just a conversation I really like having. Okay. The Buffalo Bills won't renew the lease that is set to expire in July of 2023 without a new stadium deal. You know I personally experienced this when I was hosting Sports Talk Radio in St. Louis, Missouri. And you're scarred forever. I am absolutely scarred forever. This stuff gives me PTSD. The Buffalo Bills won't renew their lease with the state and the county without an agreement in place for a proposed 1.4 bill stadium to be partially publicly funded, leaving the team's future uncertain beyond July 2023. If Albuquerque ever needed an incentive to build a stadium van, we could have the Bills. Josh Allen? Josh Allen in the desert? Oh, my gosh. You got it. Obviously can't be not Buffalo anymore. Duh, cannot be Buffalo. Probably be, shouldn't. Probably shouldn't be Bills. Doesn't have the same ring to it anymore. Buffalo Bills can't be Duke City because that's already taken by the Gladiators. You can keep the same logo, the Buffalo, same color scheme if you want. Okay, I'm into that. What about the Burke Bison? I double love that. I didn't think you were going to come with brilliance of that level. Welcome to Albuquerque, the former Buffalo Bills. Recently renamed by me just now. I love that. Burke Bison. You get to share a home with the New Mexico United in two years. <laughs> Congratulations. They'll go to Toronto, right? You would think. You would think. They said... Um, the Argonauts would be so pissed. For, for Not really. They're Canadian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry we're already here, eh? <laughs> like... Oh, sorry. You want us to move your stadium for you, yeah. eh? We'll help you out there, guy. Oh, sorry. Hey, we'll, hey, welcome all the nice gays from Buffalo. 
Just hop right on across the lake. You you said Toronto Argonauts. You meant Buffalo Argonauts. Yes, that's the trade. They, they moved to Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo uh, gets a CFL team, and then Toronto gets an NFL team. We know it's a bit. Uh, I almost went Irish. I was going Irish. <laughs> Cost prohibitive. We'll go down to Highmark. The Buffalo Buffalo Bills said we're not renovating this. Like this is not good. When the Toronto Bills win the Super Bowl. We're so sorry. So sorry to the rest of the NFL. We played so good this year. Real sorry. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Show up and do it? You hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, boys. Let's uh, we'll share the trophy with everybody. <laughs> you guys wanna? You guys wanna share it? The new stadium that's currently being proposed is a capacity between sixty thousand and sixty-two thousand, making it one of the smallest NFL stadiums, and about ten thousand less than what they clearly can put into Highmark. I think the proposed Albuquerque one is like 50,000 people or something, right? I really have no idea. 15, I think, right? Whatever, close enough. <laughs> they they sound a lot alike. Also, like this can't be a hard conversation to have, right? You're in the capital of New York. Well, you just go down the street. I like a new stadium. <laughs> they look at Las Vegas and Dallas and in LA twice. And they're like, we like your stadium. We'd like to have another. Like, what? how else do you ask for it? Yeah, the city of Buffalo is like, okay, this Josh Allen kid, whoever this is, you know, city councilman, but you're too busy working on the oh, city. Oh, of course, yeah. Pay attention to sports, right? Whoever you gave all this money to, this Josh Allen kid, there's your stadium. <laughs> he calls in the city planner. The city planner shows up in like a – Josh Allen jersey, and the councilman's like, "Ah, everyone's against me. <laughs> like, we just guys don't have enough TIF funds. One point two bill. Okay, we'll welcome them in open arms. They're saying all the right things. They're like the Buffalo Bills. Are like, we're not even looking. We're not even considering this not being our home. Yes, you are. Of course, you are. You exhaust all options." Obviously Toronto. Obviously Toronto. I mean, Toronto is already all Bills fans, right? Yes. And I think it's the third largest city on the continent. It's like New York, L.A., Toronto, Houston, Chicago. Could be right. Like, I, there's a fan base there. Mexico, Mexico City would be number one. So and that's my next suggestion. Mexico City would be a good spot for an NFL team. The Bills? It's very good. I would be a fan of that team because I think logistically it's like it would be the closest one to us, right? I guess Denver still would be. I'm still rooting for them. A lot of Albuquerque fans would immediately switch to Mexico City. I agree. Once Aaron Rodgers is done, I might I might look for another team. I'm what you mean like you would just give up on the team you followed forever? Yeah, sure. That's weird, dude. Is it? I wouldn't do that to my hometown baseball team. Okay. But my, my hometown football team doesn't exist. So I'm a perpetual free agent, even though I've been a Packer fan since I was like 12. All right. So I got it here. You can head almost dead south in your car. And exactly, no one's going to believe this, but it's exactly 1,400 miles from Albuquerque City Center to Mexico City City Center. 25 hours. Okay. That's doable to me. 
They're like a four-hour flight. If. Yeah. If. If my options are, like, go to Hawaii and hang out or go to Mexico City and watch my Mexico City Bisons play professional football, I'm going to Mexico City. From the texture, New Mexico Cougars. I don't love that. There's a lot of teams named the Cougars. There's zero teams named the Bills. I think it would be the Northeast Heights Cougars, actually. Okay. If we're doing what are that. we doing now? Is yeah. that <laughs> the show up at Horse and Angel at Happy Hour Cougars? Is that what you're talking about? That's actually pretty clever. I'm into it, though. So you put them in Toronto. If you really had to, you could put them in Ottawa or Montreal, but I think no. Or Mexico City. Yeah, Buffalo just lost their team. It's official. I'm announcing it right now. We're five minutes away from Josh Shushan, so let's get all the let's get all the commercials out of the way first. When we get back, Josh Shushan will join us for the crosstalk. We'll hit on some isotopes. His pregame kicks off at kicks off. His pregame is at five forty five. Game is at six oh five. Your boys will be down. We won't catch Josh tonight. We're gonna be down at the football game. Yeah. You listen to ABQ Central, ninety five point nine FM, AM six ten, the sports animal. The texter is off. Phone lines are they're off. We're almost off. The guy who's always on, well, at least during the summer months, he gets like two days off a year. Joshua Shushan, the voice of the Albuquerque Isotopes. Josh, how are you? Doing well. Long travel day, but we're here. We're ready to go. We got uh, clear skies for the most part and uh, ready for some ball tonight. Very exciting. Is it a double header tonight? I guess I'm confused. The It's just the one game. The website's showing multiple games. I don't know what's going You're on You're looking here. at next Thursday. Okay, good. Yeah, Shoot. next Thursday, <laughs> next Thursday we have to complete a game against El Paso that we started in May, and then we'll play the regular scheduled game. But tonight it's just regular nine innings tonight and all six games here in Oklahoma City. Very good. So you're most excited about what tonight in Oklahoma City? Ooh, that's a good question. Um you know what? We have a new player on the isotopes. Well, we have a lot of new players on the isotopes. I mean, a lot of new players. But the one who I'm most excited to see is a young man by the name of Hilarius Montero. He was part of the Nolan Arenado trade in the offseason. He's making his AAA debut. When he was at AA, he hit 22 home runs and drove in 69 runs in 92 games. That's not the Pacific Coast League or AAA West or whatever we call it now. Double-A Eastern League is a tough place to hit. He was the Midwest League, that's low-A MVP back in 2018. And tonight he's making his triple-A debut, so I'm excited to watch him tonight. Josh Ushan, wealth of baseball knowledge. Yes. One of the best in the game, if not the best. Arguably the best. Got to ask you, what did you think about Brooks Kepka's turtleneck today? Great question. <laughs> I'm going to give you a really honest answer. <laughs> I was on two planes today. I slept as much as I possibly could sleep. Then I got to Oklahoma City. I got something to eat. I came straight to the ballpark. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So that. his today, Bruce Kepka teed off wearing a Tiger Woods slash Drake slash Nike inspired short sleeve turtleneck that has broken the internet for terrible fashion decisions. And it's good that you haven't seen it, Josh, because it is terrible. You know how often I completely miss things that happen in the world during during baseball season? Every single day? 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a lot of times something will happen and I'll, and I'll just think, wait a minute, I'm a guy who pays attention to, to current events. How is it that I missed that? And then I look to see when did it happen and I go, oh, summer. Yeah, I was probably on a plane that day and trying to get caught up on sleep. Josh Shushan, a guy who cannot lock down for a fantasy football draft, is in Oklahoma City tonight with the isotopes. Uh, I, six- do, I do have a fantasy draft coming up, though. Ooh, okay. I'll pivot right now. We have two day games here in Oklahoma City. So uh, I can't remember if it's Sunday or Monday. I should probably find it out. But we got a couple of day games, and I know on one of them, the fantasy draft was specifically set up with me in mind. I think it's Monday night I'm doing Mars. Those are good. The good those are the good boys. Like Those <laughs> are the guys that take care of you. In true Josh Shushan fashion, Fred Slow also had to pivot our draft time because he was occupied. So you're two special peas in a pod. Yeah, there you my, go. The league I grew up with, Josh, the league I've been in for 15 years with all my high school buddies, they're drafting tonight, but we have to be at the Lobo game. So unbeknownst to them, I sent an f- old high school friend of mine to draft for me, and they have no idea he's coming. So this is how this world works. Are, are is- you going to feel good if you win the league we're With doing high school friend drafting for you. We're doing 50 50 split is the plan. So, okay. so yeah, so he's paying no entry fee, but he's going to take all the all the harassment that he deserves from showing up to draft for my team. So we're so very you're, you're the silent partner. Yes. With who kept DK Metcalf in the sixth. <laughs> OK, so I love that. Our pitching coach today asked me if I knew anyone in this city because I know someone in basically every city. And I said, I don't know anyone in Oklahoma City. My friends in Oklahoma City are Netflix and preparing for my fantasy football draft. Ah, nice. Who, who are you taking first? Who are you eyeing in your draft? I got 10th because I, I finished in third place last year. Oh, so that's my favorite pick. W- really? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I like that back to it. And the Serpentine, that's a go-to one. Yeah, I do like that part. But still, by the 10th, I feel like you, you don't have any – yeah, I feel like there's five or six that everyone's on top of, and then, yeah. Wait, feel like- take both Chiefs. Get Hill and Kelsey. 10-11 go Hill and Kelsey. No, but it's a 12-team, so, oh, it's, oh, okay. so it's 10 okay. and 15, I think. I see. Okay, right. never mind. Strike that reverse. Hey, is that is fantasy football a big talk, like in the locker room and stuff? Like is, For baseball, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's obsessive, um, right? Here's the thing that I tell people. No one who plays professional basketball – does fantasy baseball or fantasy football and no one who plays professional football does fantasy basketball or fantasy baseball but 95 percent of all professional baseball players whether they're in the majors or the minors play fantasy football it when i started playing it was like a super niche thing to do like the other nine guys in my league were the only people that knew about it period and then 15 years later, it's the biggest thing on the planet. Baseball players really get it. Because, look, this is their last month together or, or they're all kind of hanging out, right? And, and so this is so they totally get into it. I, ha- I remember my first year here in 2013 in Oklahoma City, the draft actually was held, the players' draft, that is, which I'm not a part of. The players' draft was in the lobby of the hotel <laughs> here in Oklahoma City. So they just brought back a whole bunch of beers and just made it a loud, rowdy night. <laughs> In the, in the lobby of the hotel, and um, the the radio announcer at Round Rock, he told me that a few years ago they asked him if, if he would, like, preside over their draft, basically be, like, the commissioner who, like, announced the picks and all that kind of Love stuff. Love that. And he said, number one, you have to get me a gavel so that I can shush the room anytime that I want, and they said, done. And he said, number two, this is the beverage that I want, and they're like, done. <laughs> so he was their commissioner. So do you have just like a 26-team league if you're doing an isotopes league? 
Does every player get a team, or I, I don't know? You got like, to kick the, the new guys out. How I'm does this not work? in the players' league, so I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and, and again, this is different because normally this is the end of the season, right? Normally we end on Labor Day, so this is usually when we're ending the season. We still have over a month to go in the season. So, and, and our roster is, like, totally different than it was 48 hours ago. We have, like, seven – there's, like, seven or eight changes to our roster from just Tuesday. You so, were, I have no idea how they're doing it. You were asking about having any friends in Oklahoma City, and I have a radio buddy who worked in Oklahoma City forever, and I just looked up to see if he was still there. I just found out there's a sports animal in Oklahoma City. So, how, it, very, how very exciting is that? But is it the – Sports animal, or is it just the sports animal? I believe it's the, so okay. it's it's a hard second to the sports animal. Josh Hushan, you're going to have a lot of fun tonight? Yeah, of course. I get to broadcast a professional baseball game tonight. I'm going to I'm gonna take it off the skimmer afterwards because i got to go to the Lobo game. You have, you have the most fun. Good luck to the boys, and we will catch up with you next Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, no, we won't. Your fantasy no, drafts. we won't catch up oh, with you. you. It's a day game. Oh, Forget uh, us. I'll catch up to you tomorrow or some point. Sometime we'll catch up. Be good, my friend. Thank you, right, for you listen- Thank you for listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.